0: Wow, how things can change from one week to the next. You're now tuned in to The Investor Show, where we teach simple wealth creation for the common investors. With investment advisor, award-winning author, international speaker, and founder of Royal Financial Investment Group, Prince Dykes.
1: What's going on, guys? This is The Investor Show. As always, this is your host, Prince Dykes, coming to you guys live on Friday. But hold up, that beat is banging. Let me play that back one more time. Hey guys, hey, hey, just checking in, having a little fun on this Friday. I know I was listening to some of my old podcasts, I'm like, man, my voice is dragging. And a lot of times, the reason why my voice is dragging sometimes, I be recording these podcasts 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm doing these interviews, some of these people are on the other side of the world, some of these people are, you know, on the East Coast, I'm out here in the beautiful state of Hawaii, but we're six, behind, six hours behind the East Coast, So when it's 10 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast, when I'm interviewing somebody, it's like 2 or 3 in the morning. So, you know, I was like, man, I need to pick that energy up a little bit. But, hey, I'm doing it on this episode, giving you guys a little bit more of me. So if I'm a little bit loud or whatever the case may be, like, why do you have so much energy? Um, I don't know, That's maybe, maybe that's why it'll it explain it. But anyway, I wanted to jump into, yeah, you know, I gotta give myself a shout out here. Uh, don't forget, if you want to support the podcast, don't forget to hit the likes, love, share button, wherever you may be getting this podcast around the world. Uh, Shouts out to and appreciate all my YouTubers, all of my SoundClouders, all of my TuneInners, and <laughs> What? What? Whatever you want to call it, Facebook or whatever. How do you get in this podcast? I appreciate it. Share it. Do it all those other good stuff. Leave some feedback. Let me know if it's good. Let me know if it sucks. But uh, always, if you want to support, uh, check out my book, The World's First Investment Book for Children, Wesley Learns to Invest. Check out my cartoon, Wesley Learns. My app, I-A-B-O-H. Uh, what else I got I did? You know, hey, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Check out the Investor's Channel on YouTube. Check me out on Facebook. You know, my name is Prince Dykes. Uh, check out Wesley Learns has a Facebook page. Royal Financial Investment Group. All of the good stuff. Hey, just go out there and show them a little bit of love. But anyway, I appreciate you guys for tuning in this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday. I hope it's beautiful where you are. Because guess what? It's beautiful here in Friday. Um, it's beautiful Friday here in Hawaii. And also... Uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like outside maybe where you're at is cold and windy and chilly but guess what as long as you feel like it's beautiful on the inside it's beautiful right but it's anyway i don't have a lot of time and i definitely know you guys don't have a lot of time so we're gonna jump straight into it you know that's like my signature trademark i can't do nothing when i've seen it right So, as you guys can see, this title of this episode is named The Election and the Stock Market. I really don't know what his name That's what I think I'm going to name it. But anyway, it's going to be something like that. But anyway, but anyway so anyway, um, what I'm looking at this Friday, coming up on Tuesday, it's a very big, monumental day in American world history. America! And matter of fact, as we get a new president of the United States, it's either going to be Donald Trump. Round of applause for Donald Trump. Or is it going to be Hillary Clinton? Round of applause for Hillary Clinton, everybody. Round of president. Now, I know what you guys are probably thinking, Prince, who you think is going to be? Well, I might be wrong when you hit a podcast next Friday, I might be like, hey guys, I was an idiot. But if it was me, if I was a bet man, if I had to put some money on somebody, I would say it would be Hillary Clinton. Let me put out a disclaimer I am by any means I'm not a political guy This is not a political show or At least right now I don't think it is But I'm not a political guy But the reason why I'm bringing this topic up Is because it's so Monumentally important I can't miss it In world history The reason why I think Hillary I don't think it's going to be a landslide But I think that Hillary Clinton Is going to win Due to the fact that As a society As a whole We have moved to we're more liberal now, we're more a little bit more left, you know, think about it in the last couple of months it's been kind of, hey, who can use the restroom and you know these rights and these you know uh, same sex rights and all that stuff like that. I just feel as though right now in society, we're a little left and uh, as a whole in the general population. So I think that uh, with that being said, um i think hillary in the general election would uh win i mean that's just me maybe i'm wrong we'll see right if if i had to put my money on somebody if i was a bad man i would say hillary clinton now the thing about it i usually stay away from political topics religion topics same-sex topics those are topics i just stay away from and this is a very very mature audience if you get inside of a your work environment or you get inside of you whatever you're at in life and you and you're not around a mature audience then you know the way crazy people get these days about hey you know people are I go down my timeline people are like,
0: drunk drunk drunk
1: and some other people are like Hillary, Hillary. Hillary. and the thing is <clears throat> I'm just in the background like okay do you you know hey cast that vote to whoever you want to cast it for when you go on Sunday or Saturday or whatever you do, you go and you go wherever you get on your knees and pray to whoever. That's on you. Do your thing. I'm proud of you. Hey, that's we all have our own lives to live. Guess what? We all gonna die anyway. So if that's what you want to do while you're here, knock yourself out. If when you get behind your closed doors, you like to do whatever in your bedroom, knock yourself out. If you're happy with it, somebody else is happy with it. Or if you're happy with it by yourself, cool beans, right? Who have you like to vote for? You know, hey, that's the whole purpose of an election. You know, go out and vote, vote for who you want to vote for. My personal opinion, I think, you know, you should be more involved with your local politics because I think they have a more bearing on you than the national government. But, hey, who am I? I'm not a political analyst or nothing like that. I'm not going to pretend to be. I just think it's pretty comical on social media how everybody turns into a... Everybody has a doctorate in political science and knows everything about (laughs) politics. But, hey, this is America. People can do what they want to do, right? But I think Hillary Clinton is probably going to take this election.
0: You're now tuned in to The Investor Show.
1: Now, how would this, uh, if you're a business person, if you're looking at it from a business aspect, um, I think that most people would lean towards Donald Trump because, you know, uh, he's a businessman. And some people say he's unsuccessful, whatever the case may be. But I think that he looked at the world and economics and a business sense. So I think if Donald Trump was to get into the office, I think that the market, within, I think it would end the year. I think it would probably mostly collapse, but I think it would slide drastically. And the reason why I would think it would slide drastically, not anything bad, I think that Donald Trump would cut a lot of programs. I think he will cut a lot of programs. I think he would stop a lot of things. I think that he will try to uh, clean up house a little bit in his own words, and I think that will cause fear throughout the market. I think that um, what else I think, but overall, I think you know just his mindset and the way that he looks at things that he will shake up things on Wall Street and put a lot of fear into investors and put a lot of fear into Americans and investors around the world that they will start to either pull their money out or they will call it will uh, cause it will cause a significant downturn in the market. But with that being said, I think that would bring great opportunity to get into the market. it'll bring a great opportunity for people to come in and start investing. And over the long term, I think that Donald Trump will uh, rebound the market in a drastic way. Like I had on a guest by the name of uh, James. You guys in hear this episode. James was a billion-dollar fund manager. You know, worked on Wall Street for 40 years. And, um, you know, way before I was even brought into this earth, he was working on Wall Street. Uh, he managed, you know, worked his way up, had his own brokerage. And, you know, he had uh, he was an institutional investor and had billions of dollars that he managed and played in the market for a long time. And, I you know, one thing they say on Wall Street, and even my time now, I've been to Wall Street. You know, I've met people on Wall Street, interviewed people on Wall Street, all of that stuff like that. I'm not one of the people that like to get out. You know, I always hear the people, man, on Wall Street, they do this, but they've never been. And they don't, you know, know the inside and stuff like that. But anyway, not saying that I do, but I have spent some time in researching and actually going there and meeting people and talking to people. But like he said, you know, one thing in economics, history will repeat itself. So when we say history will repeat itself, when I look at a Donald Trump and I look at how the cycle of the market goes, I think that we're due for a correction. Remember back in 08, I say this all the time, you know, when we tanked out, you know, in 08, look at 2000 when we had the dot-com bomb, look at the, you know, when the market crashed. So it's about every eight years we've seen this big cycle. And historically, going into an election, the market has been doing pretty good this year. Well, pretty good since about 2010. It has been on a bull market. Bull means it's going up. Uh, going into an election, historically, the market goes up. So as the market is going up and riding high, I kind of look and say, hey, when is that downturn coming? So you have a lot of investors out there that are trying to um, time the market and figure out when it's going to do whatever. But I think that it's going to, uh, if Donald Trump was to win, I think the market would... Collapse, I won't say immediately, like you know, tomorrow. Oh my god, where did the market go? But I think that it would decline because I think he would try to go in and clean up house. Not saying it's going to be a good thing or bad thing, but I think he'll try to clean up house, clean up a lot of things. You know, where you have uh interest rates being at an all time low and not being touched, you have uh, all these federal funded uh things that's going on, all these um, stimulus packages that are still going on that are popping up that's propping up the market. I think Donald Trump would come in and say, hey, instead of us putting all this money inside of the stock market, it'll be better suited over here for business owners or for this or that or whatever the case may be, and if we lose that propping within the market, then I think that we'll see a significant downturn in the uh, the you know, in the major index, which can be a great opportunity to come in. But I think that once it gets ugly for that while, you know, that uh, it will, once things get cleaned up, once people slam the brakes... When they hit the slam, the brakes, everybody gets scared and everybody's running, running. Oh my God! What's going
0: on? What's it gonna be?
1: When you know, when people get scared, just like we did in 08 I was one of them. You know, uh, when people get scared, I think that slowly he will build back up the market up under Trump. Now, a Hillary, I really can't say. I really don't know her economical talks. It has that uh, typical politician talk type tour. Hey, I'm going to de- decrease taxes. Bring jobs back to America, uh, do X, Y, Z, but you know everybody says that. Heck, if <laughs> that's like politics one-on-one, like, hey, guess what? You're gonna say you're gonna bring jobs back. You say you're gonna do this, or whatever the case may be. But I think Hillary would kick the ball or kick the. Um, yeah, I would say you could use the word, kick the rock down the corner a little bit. Like, hey, you know what? Let's push it off. Let's keep these stimulus packages going on. I think that she will blow the bubble up bigger than what it already is. And the thing about it is people are like, hey, do you think this collapse is going to be bad? I think the collapse is only going to be as bad as uh, how big the bubble gets. When the bubble, if you burst, if you burst a big bubble, it's going to be a big explosion. If you burst a little bubble... You have a little explosion. People may be saying, Prince, what do you mean by a bubble? What do you mean by what bubble is going to bust? See, anytime in the asset world, what I mean by assets, I mean things like your house, things like the market, things that can gain value over time. You always have these bubbles because when do people buy stuff? When do people rush and buy stuff? They buy things on their way up. I always like to use this uh, for example. If you went into Walmart or something, you saw uh, a gallon of milk for 30 bucks. You're not going to go rush and buy it. You know, let's say the first time you went to Walmart, you saw a gallon of milk for 15 bucks. The next time you went in, it was a gallon of 20 Then it was 25 Then And if you saw it going up, you're not going to be like, hey, let me jump in and buy this milk because I think it's going to go higher. You're going to be like, man, milk is crazy. I'm going to be buying me some. I'm going to buy me a cow. <laughs> or I'm going to buy me some powder milk or something. Or you would limit to how much you would buy. But in the asset world, when we see things going higher, when we see people making profits, when we see things going, doing this and doing that... We buy more and more. That's when we get excited. People don't buy stuff when they see it collapse. They buy it when they see it going up. So when people see it going up, you know, and they buy, so one person buy it at 30, another person buy it at 35, person buy it at 40, and when you really look at it, the gallon of milk is really only worth five bucks. It's just that people are paying crazy prices for it. It's no reason why the gallon of milk is that high. It's just that people are willing to buy it for that high. It's the same milk. It's nothing changing in the supply The only difference is people are just willing to pay that much because they think it's going higher and higher and higher until somebody one day wakes up and be like, a gallon of milk is 55 bucks. I'm not buying that. Then somebody buys it for 50 bucks and that's when you start to see somebody buys it for 50, then somebody buys it for 40, then somebody wake up and say, hey, you know what? Milk is very overrated. And this is a simplistic version, but that's what's happening on the market and that's what happens in asset classes all the time. That's why you always have bubbles. You know, when you see the asset world, oh, it's a bubble. This bubble is going to burst. The housing, the housing market bubble burst. The dot-com bubble burst. The oil bubble burst because it just goes up, 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 up. And people just buy more when they see it going up because they think it's going to go higher. It's like being in a hot real estate market. When everybody's saying, dude, buy a house, it's a no-brainer. That's when I get scared. <laughs> you know, hey, it's a high market. It's, you guarantee you're going to make money. Everybody's doing it. It's like the great Warren Buffett said, uh When people get fearful, get greedy. When people get greedy, get fearful. When I see everybody's doing it and every, you know, hey, this is the way to go, I'm like, ah, the market is not that easy. If it was that easy, hey, it'd be a whole lot more billionaires and millionaires around here than we see walking today. That's my outlook on that I think Hillary would kind of kick it down And blow up the bubble a little bit further But I think Donald Trump would be somebody To come in and slam the brakes We'll go into a market You know, economical downturn Once they get all the papers Filled out and people Start to pick up I think he'll do great things in the future, economical-wise. Now I don't know all his other policy. Like I said, I'm not the most political guy. You know, I don't get into the whole I play more attention to the local government. I think everybody should go out there and let their voice be heard. Pick up your voices because um, even if you don't feel like I don't care, just go in there and write somebody in if you want to or go vote for somebody else and vote for yourself. I don't care what you need to do, but go out there and do your votes. And the reason why is People ask me this all the time, you know, like, for example, I have the book, right? People come to me and say, hey, can I buy a book off you from hand to hand? Can I just show up to your house? And I really don't like buying or selling books hand to hand because I like for when people to go out and to spend their money and order the book or something like that, or buy from someone else or buy from a retail store, because those are real numbers that I can show people, you know? It's one thing to be like, yeah, 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 I... Purchase a no. I can go have a hundred or two hundred of my own copies of my book. Purchase, you know, give them away and tell everybody I sold them. But you know, I'm you know, I'm an honest person. I got integrity, so I just like to say, hey, when someone when I go to bigger people and say, hey, uh, I want to do a second book or whatever, I have to show them how much the first one sold. It's like the music industry, right? You know, yeah, you can go download it and burn it and get it from a friend or whatever the case may be. But if you want to know that artist that know that you really support them, you got to go buy that ticket. And you got to go buy that uh, album because that's their way of showing their record execs. That's their way of showing big America, or not America, but bigger business, that, hey, people are out here supporting me. And that's the one way, you know, they always do demographics, you know. They would turn around and say, hey, you know what? The Latinos didn't vote Republican this year. The blacks didn't vote Democrat this year. White America didn't vote for whatever the case may be. Asians didn't vote for this or... This person has a poll turnout. So that next politician that comes along, he knows or whatever, hey, you know, we did something wrong here. We lost the Latino vote, the black vote, the youth vote, the old vote, the middle vote, all that stuff like that because at the end of the day, America, we live in a very capitalist society and that's all that matters is numbers. Numbers and numbers. Take that into a quick little segue. But That's the way I sit back and I look at the whole election and how would it cause turmoil. You know, things are getting crazy now. They're looking at it as like, oh, if you support Trump, you're a racist. Not everybody. I'm just giving the general synopsis. Don't start, you know, emailing me saying Prince said paraphrase me or whatever the case may be. But that's kind of a general thing that i see on the outside. If you support Hillary, support a crook. You know, and if you do this, it's just like, hey, let that man, woman, child, whatever, vote for who they want to. You know, if somebody's on your Facebook that you don't like and you you guys can't come to terms and be grown men and women about who they vote for, then guess what? Unfriend them. (laughs) You know, hey, I don't like that guy or whatever the case may be. But uh, I think that uh, going forward, you know, it's an election. It's a general election. Go out, vote for who you want to vote for. If you don't like the candidates, guess what? Go run the next time. <laughs> that's 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 my way to look at it. Everybody's like, hey, I'm a politician, this is what should be done, this is this and that and that. Hey, you know what? Go run. You know, I'm a I'm a firm believer in when you get dealt a hand of cards, right? Let's say if you know if you I don't know if you guys play spades out but out there, Uno or whatever the case may be. Say if you get dealt a hand of cards, say if uh you get and you got a bad hand. Now, you have three options, in my opinion. When you have a bad hand, when you're dealt a bad hand, you could, one, throw that hand in, give up. Hey, you know what? I got a bad hand. I can't win. Throw the hand in. Cool. I get it. If But the second choice you have, you have, uh, you could play the best hand you can possibly play with the, with the cards you have. And... That could be done, you know, you could say, hey, you know what? These are the cards I have. These are the best hand I can play. That's what you can do. The third thing is you could take your hand and um, complain to the dealer that he dealt you a bad hand. Right? Hey, dealer, you gave me a bad hand, man. Look at this hand. You gave me a bad hand. And while you're doing that, everybody else is just playing the game, playing the game, playing the game. Or you can say, you know, you can throw the hand in and give up. Or you can say, hey, you know what? That's cool. This wasn't the best hand. I think the dealer fixed the deck. I don't think I got, you know, I think they shuffled the deck a funny way and gave me a bad hand on purpose. But you know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to play the best hand possible. That's my opinion. I'm just going to say, hey, you know what? I ain't got the best hand. I don't have the best or whatever. But, hey, I'm going to play the best hand possible. So when I look at politicians and governments and whatever the case may be, I don't look to a politician to solve my personal problems. I look for a I don't look at a politician to save the world or whatever. You know, you have everybody has their own interests. People have their interests in religion. People have their interests in schools. People have their interests in policies, funding, deficits, market, business. Whatever your interest is, and you find somebody that matches your interest, go ahead and vote for that person. If you don't, you have the right to sit at home and complain. You can sit back and say, hey, you know what? It's fixed. We only got two politicians. It's the worst thing in the world. Why, 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 why? Somebody feels sorry for me. And don't do anything. And just throw your hand in. Or you can say, hey, you know what? This is what I have. I'm dealt the hand. I could either sit on the sideline, vote for somebody else, or play the best hand you, you have. Or you can just sit back and complain about the system being rigged. That's pretty much it, right? But whoever you vote for, go out there and, and vote. And, um, you know, I don't want to start. a. I was going to say, hey, comment or something like that. But I don't want to start that thread of people talking about, you know, oh, I vote for this person and this person. And we're going to go to hell if we vote for this person. And the war is going to come to an end. If this person get in and all that stuff like that, nobody is perfect. Nobody is going to be the perfect presidential candidate. Because even if they was, they'd be perfect in your eyes and nobody else's. So that's why I like people to be mindful and stuff like that of who they vote for. But we going into this election, the market would definitely react to who get elected. The immediate reaction. Let me see what would be the immediate reaction. For Hillary was to get in office, I don't know how the market would really react to any politician. I'll be watching closely. I will be watching closely to see. If the market reacts, if it does the high may come about immediately, like you know I'm talking about that Tuesday, like the data the results come out um what would the market do that following day that Wednesday? you know I don't really know that'll be very interesting interesting for me to see. I just know historically going into a market and this year wasn't any different. you have a bull market so. What I'm going to do to take advantage, if we see a crash or anything, I'm definitely not going to happen the next day. But if we see a decline. I've said this plenty of times. You know, I'm going to find me a good old index fund, boo. You know, I'm not endorsing a fund. I'm not telling anybody to buy a stock or nothing like that. Let me throw that disclaimer out there. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this and say, hey, you told me to go buy this or whatever. But, you know, I'm going to get me a nice little ETF that tracks the S&P 500. I'm just going to invest my money into it for the long term. Over and over and over and over, you know, uh, and just go about it that way. I'm not going to try to pick this particular stock or pick that particular stock because coming into this year, I was wrong. I figured that by now I figured that, uh, the dollar would be down and I figured that gold will be up, you know, as of today, uh, going into, um, this election, gold is actually, you know, so far this year goes, has have uh, declined. The dollar has gone up. You know, inflation's kind of stayed about the same. It's on average. So, those are the things I was expecting. I was expecting the dollar to decline. I was expecting gold to go up this year. I was expecting um, inflation to increase. But I was, uh, in the beginning of the year, yeah, everything was going right. Dollar was decreasing, dollar and gold was going up. But we fast forward to now, when you see BritX happen, that increased the dollar. you see the yen. Uh, happen. If you're not familiar with the Britex, that's the uh, pound leaving the euro. And, you know, when that happened, uh, that decreased their value. and if you decrease one value, the other one automatically goes up. So the dollar went up on that one. Um, the yen has been going through its problems out in, uh, what is the current? I can't even think of the current. I'm having a brain fart right now, Chinese currency right now. But their currency is going through a a, a little tough time. And when other countries' currencies go through a tough time, so does uh, it just powers up the dollar. You know? So, you know, that's the way things uh, are looking right now. So as we go into this presidential election, I think we got some correction to do and stuff like that. But we'll see how it plans out and how it happens. So, you know, go out and vote who you want to vote for and just see what these politicians do. And we all know... When politicians come in, they bring in a whole new audience. they bring bringing a whole team. They're bringing, you know, Trump and friends, Clinton and friends, you know, and stuff like that. But I will say this. This is one of my predictions. You guys can quote this now. and You're probably going to come back and say, hey, you know, I don't know what this uh, particular episode will be at in five, ten years. But I'm thinking it probably 2020. And yes... As you probably could have guessed by this moment,
0: I have decided in 2020 to run for president. Uh,
1: 2024, Michelle Obama's running for office. You heard it here. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> Michelle Obama's running for office in 2020, 2024. 20,
0: the Investor Show.
1: By 2020, I think she's gonna come back, and I think she's propping herself up right now. You know, she's leaving the office in a certain way to start voicing her opinions and starting to speak. And I think that uh I think Hillary Clinton's gonna get it this time. And I think that she may run against Hillary and Kanye West. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, hey, you know what? You can't count on Kanye West. Hey, Donald Trump made it. You know, you can't count on nobody. You don't have to be a seasoned politician and graduate Harvard. You know, come on, man, Donald Trump did it. Uh, So I look at Kanye West. I don't know if he will really run. I don't know if that was a joke. You know, the hip-hop parties will run. But if he does, I think that uh, Hillary will probably be running for re-election. And I think Michelle will jump in there for the first time. She probably won't win. The Republicans may take the party in twenty. You know, whatever the case may be, but I just think that Michelle Obama will run one or two times. I just don't think this is the end of the Obama era. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. But we're gonna turn it into a quick segue. I'll be back with you guys.
0: Is that end of dreams dope? Hey yeah. Is he the best podcast producer? Hey yeah. Is he on Twitter? Hey yeah. I bet he on SoundCloud.
1: Hey yeah. Guys, I got the best producer in podcast land. Guys, give it up for... At b- End of Dreams. The best podcast producer in the podcast producing land. I don't I don't know if that's a real thing, but... Hey, it is, though. Hey, good job. Hey, you know what? Hey, he's been producing this show. If you guys like this show, the way, you know, you hear some of these songs and stuff like that's been playing, Get it up for... At b- End of Dreams. B- but the thing about it is, you know, we don't go to traditional, you know, uh, this is the most... I'm different. Professional slash unprofessional podcast, not podcast, of course, but in the investing world, in a very studious suit and tie type of world, um, we are seeing. um, You know, we're we're breaking the barriers of of, like I've always done. I'm different. You look at my track record, not to see and toot my own horn, but uh, I'm different. From publishing that book, Wesley learns to invest. That was a good. uh, That was the world's first investment book for children. You know, coming up with the app, IABOH, pretty much putting the Shark Tank hands into the every American around the world. IABOH, the world's first venture capitalist app. Boom. Then you're going to tie it into, uh, you know, all the other things, you know, launching the cartoon, the, you know, who writes an investment cartoon for kids? Me, that's who. But anyway, I'm not here to do my own. So, you know, anything I feel like to keep it fresh, something new, something young and stuff like that. But anyway, enough about that. You know, like I was saying before we went into the segue, have a little sip of water here. Go, 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 go. That Michelle Obama sent herself up for a comeback. No, drop me a line. Let me know, would you vote for Michelle Obama? <laughs> you know, would you vote for Michelle Obama? I think that she's gonna come back. I'm not saying she should. I'm not endorsing anybody. I'm just looking at the landscaping like, huh, I don't know, Hillary might be starting a new trend here, you know. You know, once the president does two terms, then the wife does two terms type deal. So, uh, Bill Clinton, I think he's going to be the first man. That's what you supposed to say? The first man? It's crazy, that sound. I think he's going to be the first man in the White House. And then I think that probably about four or five, eight years down the line, Obama's going to be the first man in the White House. And uh, that's just the way that I think it's going to uh, be. Not saying it's right, but that's the way I think it's going to be. So, uh, that's the big thing I think this election is going to bring out. You know, um, I think that, uh, I hope we don't have any chaos. I mean, come on, man. I, I, you know, come on, man. That's the whole point of democracy. You go in, you know it's going to be a conspiracy. I guarantee you it's going to be a conspiracy. People are going to be like, hey, I was at the poll, and I hit the Trump button, and it turned into the Hillary button, and somebody pulled out a gun and told me I better vote for Hillary, and I think they lied on accounts, and you're always going to have those stories. I don't think, because we, at the end of the day, come on, guys. If you know anything, if you listen to this podcast here or listen to this YouTube, have you catching this? You're a pretty intelligent person. You know good and well you heard of the Electoral College. We all have heard of the Electoral College, and if you don't know they do, please go Google the Electoral College versus the popular, popular vote versus Electoral Vote. So that's one thing, but you know the conspiracies are going to break out about you know, Hillary's gonna say, Hey, I will, you know, something happened and Trump is gonna say something happened and people are gonna say it's gonna something happen. Then it'll be a documentary on Netflix in about two years about what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, you know, it's just it's just crazy, you know. But we have to look at it as who's good for business and how's it gonna affect the market itself. So, but anyway, uh anyway guys don't forget to hit that like button that subscribe button that uh whatever button you may have that share button let me know who what you guys think who you guys is voting for or who you guys think is gonna take this election i don't know when you guys will probably catch it if you did catch it afterwards let me know and say ah prince you was wrong i'll be like man he was dead on this is exactly what happened so I put it on the line, you know. I put and the reason I'm asking when I put it on the line is that a lot of people they like to talk about things after they happen. Like, no, no, everybody want to be Monday Night Quarterback. You know, Sunday they watch the game, Monday they come in, they're like, oh yeah, this is what happened. He he missed the throw over here. He should have done this. Yeah, everybody can, you know, look in the rearview mirror and talk about everything that happened because you know it's over now. But how many people look in that foggy uh, windshield? That's so foggy, you know, our future is far. The rearview mirror is so clear. You don't know what's really gonna happen and how many people are gonna call out before they can see it and put themselves on the line. Cause you know, this internet world is brutal. You guys are brutal out there. The world itself is brutal. And uh call it out. But hey, I don't wanna, you know, hold you guys too long, but um, that's my opinion, that's my takes on the election. You know, I'm gonna listen back to this on um next Friday. <laughs> not even next Friday, but next Tuesday to see was I right or not. I don't have to listen to it, I made it But anyway uh, Thank you guys for checking it out And as always uh, To the next episode uh, Podcast, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram Don't forget to check me out on all that stuff Hit me up on Instagram, The Investor Genius Uh, Twitter At Royal Financial Um, Instagram, I already told you that Uh, Prince Dykes on Facebook Wesley Learns on Facebook Royal Financial Investment Group On Facebook (laughs) I-A-B-O-H on Facebook, Prince Dykes one I think, on Snapchat. Uh, what else I got out there? YouTube channel, the Investor's channel, the number one E-Trade channel in the world. But uh, anyway, that's pretty much it. Until the next video, if you guys already know what to do, peace, be safe, and I'm out. Peace. Have a good election.